Aloha everyone. Welcome to Sasha Spins where you get my thoughts on life, current events, and everything else in between, in and out of the saddle. So let's get right on into it. Hello, hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in your day. I hope you are doing well. I hope you are doing amazing. Welcome to Sasha Spins. Today, we are going to be talking about unplugging, the benefits of unplugging, and how unplugged doesn't have to mean uninformed or unaware. And that's what I want to start with right off the bat because it is very important to be informed about what's going on around you, especially in your local communities. However, when some people hear the phrase unplugged or I'm unplugging, it can have this connotation of privilege in the sense that you have the luxury of not worrying about what's going on because you're not impacted by what's going on. There is a difference between that and unplugging for your mental health and for your mental awareness and to avoid increased anxiety by consistent, constant media coverage and just being plugged in 24-7. So I had a girlfriend and she was very much, she wore this kind of as a badge of honor and privilege that she didn't watch the news. And for me, I was kind of like, why would you watch the news? Why would you care about what's going on around you? You're a privileged white woman who is comfortable, who doesn't necessarily will not be impacted by a lot of the things that are happening in our society. So with when she said that and when people say that, they are generally the privileged type of people who don't care about what's going on because they're not impacted by what's going on. Let me make it very clear that that is not what I am advocating for by any means necessary. When I say unplugged, what I mean is to be mindful of what you're taking in, the volume of what you're taking in, and being aware and in tune of how it's making you feel. Is it making you feel educated or is it making you feel overwhelmed and anxious and frustrated and angry? Pay attention to all of those feelings because they're not necessarily good feelings. Anger can be a very very powerful emotion in the sense that it can either spur you to productive change and action or it can spur you to holding on to these feelings and creating feelings of toxic toxicity toxicness wow <laughs> that you carry within your body and then you're just feeling angry at the world and frustrated and you're just it's not a productive emotion. So if you're consistently plugged into news cycles and social media and just screens in general, that's what I'm talking about today, the importance of unplugging. So we exist, now that that's out of the way, let's jump right on into this. So we are living in a very unique time where we have access to information 24-7. Literally, if there is something you don't know, you can hop on a device within fingertips reach and find out the answer for whatever it is that you're thinking about. When I was growing up, and now as an adult, one thing I hate, but I got this from my dad, we were not allowed to say, I don't know, in my household. That was not an acceptable answer. So as an adult, I find it very irritating <laughs> when people say, I don't know. And at the time when I was when I was growing up, 
when I was coming up and my dad would, you know, he would ask us a question. I'd be like, I don't know. You know, you, you kind of, that was acceptable at a certain time because we did know and we didn't have all this access to the internet and information. I'm, I feel like I'm one of those millennial kids that remembers a time before the internet because I am a millennial and I have had the internet for the majority of my life. But so I'm young enough in that I remember I have access to the internet, but I'm old enough in which I remember a time where there wasn't always access to the internet. Like I remember the AOL discs throwback and <laughs> using up, like making fake emails to use internet, like the internet trials and stuff. I remember all of that. So I'm in this weird cuspy place, but we are now existing in a time where most people, nearly everyone has, if you have a smartphone, you have access to information 24-7. And like I said, this is a double-edged sword. It can be a good thing and it can be a bad thing. So, and this goes with the 24-7 news cycle. It can be a good thing and it can be a bad thing. For me, I have found that being connected and plugged in all the time is not productive for me. It's not helpful for me. And I remember distinctly recognizing this when I worked in an office where we had screens and TVs everywhere. We had about three TVs in the office. And I sat a stone's throw away from the administrative's assistants and they had TVs on. They have TVs by their desks and CNN was on all day, every day. And it was so incredibly frustrating for me to just hear consistently what's going on. And it's not like new information, right, is being gathered or sent out. It's the same information over and over again, except you have this pundit's take on it, that pundit's take on it. Everybody's giving their opinion about the situation. It's on constantly. You have one show that comes on at 10 a.m. and then they'll re-air it at 2 p.m. And it was very exhausting for me. By I found that by 10 or 11 a.m. And I'm an early bird, so I would love to get in between 7 and 7.30. So Imagine from 7.30, 7 o'clock, we'll say 7.30 to 3, 3.30, you're just constantly hearing the news over and over again. Every terrible thing that's occurring, everyone's opinion on this terrible thing occurring on a loop constantly, 40 hours of your week. It's very draining. And so what I would do is after a while, after about an hour or two of being in the office, I would put in my earbuds and I would put in some white noise or whale sounds. Whale sounds are lit, P.S. Um, if you are not the type of person that likes white noise, like I can't listen to that kind of white noise, staticky TV kind of sound. I can't stand that sound. So for me, my background music, if it's not like 90s R&B, then it's whale sounds. Get into it, okay? whale sounds is lit so anyways just having this on the background it was like really frustrating for me and the admins they knew what kind of bothered me so they would turn down the volume as much as they generally could but every now and again we'd have someone come in and be like hey could you turn that up what's going on and then they come over to you and want to talk about it so it was just very draining for me and I found that what would happen then is on the weekends, I would just make it a point to unplug, either not reading certain things, not reading the news. And I'm the type of person, I love the news. I love being aware of what's going on. I love being informed about what's going on. So like I said, unplugged doesn't mean you're unaware or you're uninformed. It's you're being more selective about what you're taking in, 
what mediums in which you're taking it in and the frequency of it and being able to just turn it off. And that's what I really want to talk about today, the benefits of that, because it can be so, it's not good for our mental health in my personal opinion. And I say my personal opinion because I'm not an expert on this, right? But there are other experts out there other experts, after I just said I'm not an expert. No, but there are experts out there that talk so much about the benefits of unplugging, being mindful of your screen time, being mindful of social media and what you're following, who you're following, what you're taking in to the point that there are a lot of these techies. I've noticed something and a lot of these techies have said before these silicon value, wow, silicone valley tycoons and all these app creators they don't even let their own children use screens or they severely monitor what their children and not just younger children but teenage tweens and teenage children and they themselves sometimes don't use these devices or they have stringent rules around the devices that they have or their screen time or what they're taking in so if the people creating these screens or creating these messages are in, are in charge of our media, if they themselves are setting boundaries around it as the creators, that should tell us something right there. I want us to be very mindful of the fact that if these people who are creating this stuff know the extent to which it can be damaging for mental health, for mental wellness, for anxiety, then us as individuals should take that as a nod or as some kind of cue and be like, you know what, let me take a step back as well. So unplugging, what I mean by that is just Again, being very selective about what news media you're taking in. So for me, there are like three or four news channels that I will consistently watch. And for you, I'll like share them and you'll be like, well, that's stupid or they're fake news or whatever. And everybody has their own source of media that they go to. I love the Washington Post. I love the Atlantic. I love the New York Times. I love NPR. I love Politico. Like there are certain sites that I will go to because I can I have a sense of confidence in that what I am reading is are from verifiable news sources. With that in mind, however, everyone has their own agenda. I could sit here and say the sky is blue and you and me can be sitting here looking at the the same blue sky and I will receive it differently from maybe the next person. So something that is so important to bear in mind is the fact that everyone is coming at this with their own opinions and they're being paid for their opinions. They're being they're almost there a lot of them are paid to have a certain perspective or for their perspective let me rephrase that because i do think there is a bit of i think there's a bit of training involved i think there's a bit of programming involved in what these people are saying they have an image and they have a personality and they sell that personality for example megan mccain she is the voice of, she is an antagonistic voice on The View. That's what she's there for. She is there literally to be an adversary to everyone else. So when I say she's being paid for her opinion or being paid to think a certain way, if she went along with everything Joy or Whoopi said, 
her ten her tenure there would probably not have been as long as it is because she's not providing a certain type of content or personality. So just be very mindful of that. Be aware that the people that are giving you this information, they have their own motives. And I think that generally it's their opinion, but also they're paid for their opinions. And that's something to definitely keep in mind as well. They're being handsomely paid for their opinions. And the mainstream media can be a double-edged sword. For example, we have finally silenced the Donald. All of these platforms have finally decided to mute him for whatever reason. It should have happened years ago, in my personal opinion. It should have should have happened years ago. But they decided to over-report on everything this man did. Every single freaking tweet, every single stupid thing that came out of his mouth it was unnecessary to report on. And that's what I mean by the mainstream media with their reporting. It can be a good thing and it can be a bad thing. And for me, I chose to silence the noise. And so what that meant is I stopped listening to him speak. I refused to listen to Donald speak every single time. In the office, if I would hear him come on, I would immediately put in my earbuds. If I was sitting at home and I was watching the news and he came on, I would immediately turn it off because his voice became a source of anxiety and frustration for me. And because the media decided to take everything he said and run with it and constantly replay it for their own clicks, for their own views, because like I said, these everyone has their own motives and he drives profits. He's a very controversial, horrible human being. And that's what people click for because they know that it pays. That's that clickbait information that we need to be very mindful of as we're taking in media. But since the media refused to silence him or at least report on him in a responsible and measured manner, I had to silence the noise for my own mental wellness. And I just because I chose to silence his voice and unplug from that doesn't mean I was informed. So I would read what he would say instead. Every time I read a headline and it said, Donald Trump says this, I was like, I cannot believe that he would say that. So I would have to actively go and seek out what he said or a transcript word for word because I wanted to be aware of what he was saying without the trigger of his voice in the background. So that's what it may mean for you. If somebody is bringing you a sense of frustration in their presence or there's certain content or a certain piece of news information that when it's reported on by all of these pundits and talking heads and they're spin putting their own spin on it and they're sharing how they're feeling about it and, you know, just kind of watering it down and not giving you just the real, the facts so you can make your own informed opinion, go straight to the source. What I mean by go straight to the source is if they're saying Hillary Clinton's new proposal is this, that, and the third, go read Hillary Clinton's new proposal or Kamala Harris's proposal for yourself word for word and come up with an informed opinion about it instead of relying on these other people telling you what to think and creating the noise around their own, these facts. I <laughs> I still laugh at fake news because it's absolutely ridiculous. But to an extent, and I want to be like very careful about how I say this, to an extent, 
Fake news can be easily created when you water down and change the meaning of what was in originally said. So the things that are surrounding, the things that we have reported on from Donald Trump, the things that he has said, they are absolutely, there's no fake news. Like he took that phrase. It's so funny how it was such a dog whistle and the definition of irony because he took that phrase and made it seem like he was the victim of fake news when people were just reporting on the things he said and he decided to just change the narrative to just rewrite history and then call the truth fake news. So that's my whole opinion on that. We could have another episode about that, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about unplugging. So there are so many benefits to unplugging. We've discussed it. And like I said, there is a difference between having the privilege to be uninformed about what's going on or selectively choosing what you're going to take in and who you're going to take in. And I've talked about this before as it pertains to social media in a different context in the sense of who you're following. So if you're noticing that when you go to a certain someone's page and it makes you feel bad about yourself or you feel bad about your life or the things that you have, one, I'm going to tell you to shift yourself from that scarcity mindset to that abundance mindset. But if you are existing in that abundance mindset already, but there is just something, every time you come to this person's page, there's just something off about it and you walk away or you scroll away from that page feeling just unease or just feeling really negative, unfollow that person, unfollow that page. It's not worth your mental wellness. It's not worth your anxiety. You just got to find that balance. And I think that that's what we are missing now because quarantine has made it so we are plugged in and connected more than ever as a way to stay in contact with people that we otherwise would not be so plugged in if we were able to see them in the manner in which we're used to. And for me, I have absolutely been more connected, more on social media. And it's, again, it's a good thing and it's a bad thing. Media and social media in general is, I always say it's a hammer and it's a tool. And a hammer can be used to build and a hammer can be used to destroy. And when I am using it to build, it's fantastic. When I feel like it's being destructive for me, that's the sign to unplug. So recognize that coronavirus and this quarantine has absolutely changed the way in which we are consuming media and how we're using it and how we're taking it in. But we need to find that balance again because we were completely thrown out of whack, completely thrown out of balance. And a lot of us are still struggling to find that balance. And this is just a way to find that balance or to try and establish it if you're noticing that you're just feeling anxiety because I definitely felt a lot of anxiety over the summer with everything going on and not just necessarily what was going on, but how it was being reported and the frequency in which I saw it on my social media. I felt overwhelmed. And then around the election, I was feeling that sense of overwhelm, but I handled it so much better because I had finally established a pattern for myself to just unplug, to just remove myself from that source of anxiety. So I spent a lot, a lot less time on social media around then, or I was an and, not necessarily or, and I was also mindful of the content I was taking in. And then I also felt that level of anxiety rising with the capital uprising. That <laughs> it's not if 
funny situation, but just saying that sounds like something from the freaking Hunger Games. Have you, would you ever think that we would be saying that the Capitol uprising, like, oh Jesus, that situation is, it's another, another podcast for another day. We could, we could be here all day. Okay. Just talking about these things, but no. So if you're noticing these your level of anxiety going up as these events are happening, you're allowed to step away. So if you take nothing from this podcast today, if you take nothing from the past 20 minutes, recognize you are allowed to step away to protect your peace, protect your joy, protect your mental wellness. So I've said all of this, right? And you're like, well, Sasha, where do I start? For me, a great place to start is or just take this a step further and see how you can implement it in your life. If you have an iPhone, and this may be the same for Droid, I've never been a Droid user. I've been team iPhone since the iPhone came out, so I'm not sure if Android has this option, but I'm I'm sure it does. Like technology, the iPhone does not have a monopoly on this. But screen time. In your phone, there is a screen time setting and you can mine is set to 9 p.m. After, after 9 p.m., every single app that I want to go on, I have to ask for, not necessarily permission, but I want to say, open this app and keep it open for a minute or 15 minutes. Everything blacks out and then I'm done. I don't get any notifications. And that's probably the most amazing thing because I could put the phone down and walk away from it and be fine. But if I get those notifications, sometimes I'm like, oh, I gotta answer it. Other times I'm like really good about not being bothered by the binging and the dinging and stuff like that. But other times I'm like, oh, someone's sending me a message. And if you know me, this is hilarious because y'all know sometimes I'm trying to be better about this, but it takes me anywhere from eight minutes to eight business days to get back to people's messages. I'm trying to be better in 2021. But yeah, so if you have an iPhone, just know that that option is available to you to just set and you can set it as early as you want, as late as you want. For me, 9 p.m. just works for me. That's the time that I start to turn off my brain for the day and keep moving forward. So if you want to take it a step further, though, you can have a social media free day. For me, that day is usually Sunday. I'm either completely off social media or I'll use it sparingly. I won't watch the news. I won't read my news roundup email. I just won't. I won't engage with it, really. I may watch some TV, but if I do watch TV, it's a show that I'm getting into. Snowbay and I, we just got into Luther. I am really enjoying this so far. I, I I like any kind of crime detective shows. I really like those shows. So yeah, for me, Sundays, I really don't do a lot on social media. I really try to be as unplugged as possible. And that doesn't mean it has to be rigid, right? Because like I said, create that balance. If you want to disconnect on Thursdays or if you've had a really long week and it's Thursday for you or it's Tuesday for you, whatever day that you need to just say, I need a minute. I need to take a moment away from this. I'm I'm plugging. Take what you need. Like that's what I always say. Take what you need when you need it. If you need to unplug, don't feel bad about it. If you need to not respond to texts immediately, don't feel bad about it. If you need to not answer phone calls, don't feel bad about it. Because we are existing in a very stressful time and we not only are we existing in a very stressful time, we are removed from those things that we would that would otherwise be our stress relievers or what we use as coping mechanisms. So now more than ever, We really need to be protecting our peace. We really need to be mindful of our mental wellness and our mental health and our anxiety levels and finding that balance. So you can become, like like I've said, 
I'm hammering this home because unplugged doesn't have to mean unaware or uninformed. You just choose on your own terms what you're taking in, when you're taking in, and the volume of what you're taking in. So let me know if this is something is something that you already practice or you have been noticing an increased level of anxiety and you're like, you just had a eureka aha moment listening to this. I want to know. You can drop me a voice note on Anchor FM or you can hit me up on Instagram at the Sasha Whitney or on my podcast page at Sasha Spins, also on Instagram. And until next time, protect your peace protect your joy, prioritize your mental wellness. Peace out.